2: Why don't you burp next time? Someone give me Brian Anderson.
0: I've got an amazing set of people here with me today, and we're doing a, a an enormous roundtable. And I want to introduce everybody, um, but I am going to have them introduce themselves. I am going to start with you, Sir Brian Bowden. Tell everybody about you, really quick, and your podcast, Brian.
3: <laughs> oh, he was <laughs> muted.
0: okay
2: muted. can you hear me
0: we can yeah. now <laughs> <clears throat> nope i don't know
1: i think he's cutting in and out yeah
2: he is how about now
0: yep
4: yes
2: okay good now we know how to edit uh, <laughs> jesus christ uh brian <laughs> my name is brian Bowden, and i have a podcast called nobo boomy uh, where we explore deep inside the Goblin Universe. It's on Podbean. We're also having a couple other podcasts. We're going to do Portals of Perception and Sideshow Safari, coming up along with some Inside Goblin Universe stuff with a special co-host that people may remember.
0: Awesome. Thanks. Yep. All right, Mr. Jonathan Mallard.
1: Ghostly greetings from the oldest city in North America. I'm the host of the I'm the Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast, your monthly paranormal variety show. Thank you for having me.
0: Miss Cat Ward.
3: And I am Kat Ward, host of Paranormal Heart. You can find me on uh, Podbean and a whole bunch of other places.
0: And Miss Cisco Murdoch.
5: Hello. I'm Cisco Murdoch, and I am the host of Journey Through the Gate, Paranormal Portal podcast, and co-author of We Are All Children in the Wilderness of the Afterlife. And we just basically delve into the many wonders and layers of the paranormal and have a great time and i'm really glad to be here thank you for inviting me justin
0: well thank you for coming on and for everybody out there in the listening world today is that we are recording which is january 14th is cisco's birthday so everybody here uh we're gonna sing a quick happy birthday and here we go happy Happy birthday birthday. Uh, happy happy birthday. birthday (laughs)
1: absolutely
5: beautiful i am so thoroughly touched and i'm not wearing pants
4: (laughs) Well, well, this is gonna gonna point, So, <laughs>
3: and we are the Knights of the Paranormal round Me, me. <laughs> me.
2: <laughs>
4: wearing armor,
0: so we're good to go. You're wearing armor, but no pants. That, that no
2: awesome.
5: <laughs> throws off the enemy.
3: I'm wearing a smile. <laughs> <laughs> so
5: I'm
3: fully
0: clothed. What I
5: thought yeah, I was left out. Now. <laughs> good luck, Justin. Go
4: ahead. Earth. <laughs>
0: What I thought I'd start us out with today is something that's actually just been in the news recently, uh, and that is China shooting a rover to the dark side of the moon. Now, you know, there's been speculation about the dark side of the moon for years now, and I I have my own opinion on it. But, John, I wanted to start out with you about what your thoughts are on do you think we're going to find something there? Are they just pretty much mapping out the other side. What do you think's going on?
1: Eh, it's just a pissing contest, basically. <laughs> we can do it. We can do it better than you. That's all that is. I don't think there's much to it. Uh, you know, Dark Side of the Moon. It's just a great song. I'll
2: leave it at that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Brian, what about you?
2: Well, well, well. Um, China's not going to be second fiddle to anybody, and they're going to do it better than anybody else did. So, um, you know, they're, they're just looking... That's it's something to be expected from China. I mean, they're very much into exploring, into learning more, more information about things. And I'm just curious about there was a delay between them landing and the video cut out, and then they were there on the planet. So something must have come in that they shut down that feed for. And if you know anything about the dark side of the moon, um, there's supposedly uh, a city there and a body and some other stuff. We were told not to go back. Uh, But I guess they wanted to order takeout, so yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Cat.
3: Yeah, I I agree with uh, with them. It's uh, you know, kind of like, yeah, we did it. You know, I don't really have much of an opinion on because I have to be honest, I haven't really had the time to read much on it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And what about you, Cisco?
5: I'm kind of in the same category as the guys. And cat as well, too. I'm kind of sitting in the middle of it. I mean, I heard about it, and I thought, okay, right away you start thinking Pink Floyd. They find Pink Floyd. Right. (laughs) You know, uh, and, you know, I can't get the song Shine On You Crazy Diamond out of my head. But other than that, I mean... I think space, obviously, you know, to quote a famous show, the final frontier, you know, I don't know what exactly we're looking for. Are we looking for another place to go because we're starting we're ruining this one so much that we have to go someplace else? Is it just we're just, you know, inquisitive and we just really got to know. I'm just not. I don't know. I just I just believe that there's more to the side of us. And probably right in front of our faces that we need to deal with. I don't, you know, I'm not against space. I don't want to go down that. I'm against space. I just, I don't understand, you know, do we really have to go to like Mars and, you know, what are we going to do with the moon? What are we going to do? You know, maybe you guys know more than I do, but that's a lot of money to spend. I guess we have to explore and we have to understand. But. Coming from a Native American perspective, I think there's a lot of stuff we don't quite understand here, and I'm really into more trying to get that under control. Maybe I don't know. That's probably a you know a Debbie Downer, but that's my thought. They
2: ran out of cheese. <laughs> Could they? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the Chinese money is 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 their money. It's not the people's money. It's their money, so they do what they yeah. want. There really isn't but- a cost involved in it. The only cost that gets involved is when they're printing up all those Chinese menus. I mean, (laughs) for all (laughs) – and that one guy has to go to every house that's there in the moon and drop them off.
5: You know, and that's an interesting perspective because now that you kind of bring that up, I mean, they are extremely overpopulated, maybe more than – maybe for – you know, maybe it's more – they are looking for that, you know, another place to go. But I don't think the moon's the answer. Maybe it's just, you know, a, a hop, skip and a jump to something else. Who knows? Well, I guess we'll see.
0: Well, I think humans as, and as a whole right now are looking for other places because right now we're polluting our planet worse than anything else that could. And, you know, whether you want to terraform Mars, terraform the moon, put a base on the moon, whatever the case may be, you know, as a human society, unless we start talking about peace and getting along, we're just going to destroy anywhere we go anyways.
5: Beautifully said. That's That was my thoughts wrapped up into a sentence. Very well.
0: Well, I mean... I mean, like, the, granted, well, the, Mars and, the song, and Moon are already the, destroyed, but...
5: Yeah, they are going to shake the earth is going to shake us off like a bad case of fleas eventually. You know, <laughs> there's something is going to come up. I mean, if you really get, to get into science fiction, look at all the different things. I mean, has anybody seen the new bird box? No.
0: No. I haven't. I've heard I mean, I,
5: and you know, I have a totally different view <laughs> of that than, you know, my sons who watched it and we talked about it and I'm saying I'm thinking it's just Quite possibly. I don't think it's aliens. I don't think it's really paranormal. I think it's more of a supernatural natural where the earth has just gotten, found a way to get rid of some folks because we're just doing these terrible things. And I don't know that it it, it can't do that in some way or another. I mean, we're evolving. I mean, nature evolves. Why wouldn't earth? I mean, right. it's a spooky thing well, to think about.
2: Isn't Isn't that what the elementals are? And if you get into the... Um, we call it the Goblin Universe on the show, but basically it's the Elementals, it's the fairies, the Fae, the the uh, le- uh, Leprechauns, um, all the woodland creatures. Each one of these has a, a you know a more respect, very Native American type um, for for the, their surroundings and everything's living and everything has feelings. So maybe they're just like you know, I don't know these midget gangs or gnome gangs going out there and. and <laughs> taking out hunters and stuff you see see a lot of the animals actually going back at the hunters now more so than ever before
0: right
2: so i mean yeah we've ruined this planet but i think this is the precursor to us really getting a disclosure type of thing where i think now the aliens go well crap they're at the moon we gotta you know we gotta do something to stop this or or put it in check um, because at the at the rate we're in right now, when UFOs fly by our planet, they lock the doors
4: yeah.
5: <laughs> and drive yes. fast. I, agree. Yeah, they drive I fast. agree. I don't think we're ready for it either. I mean, if you really get deep into it, if you if you want to go ahead and allow that door to open in your mind where you say, OK, we can't be the only life here. Um, I think we've got a long way to go before we get to the level of um, that higher intelligence where, I mean, let's face it, folks, we still kill each other here. We still have wars. We still let neighbors go hungry. And, you know, if you want to get really into it, I mean, that's no way to, to continue with civilization. You have to go back to tribal to it takes a village and, you know, care about each other. And I know that sounds like a whole lot of sap, but it's the truth. You know, I mean, it's me giving me mine and, you know, you better not come over here and try to take mine, you know, instead of trying to get along. I mean, we can't even, you know, have you have you driven a car lately? Do you see what I mean? <laughs> <People> <laughs> yeah. over to each other? I mean, if you think about it, I think this is a very young planet in a lot of ways. I really do. And that's just my take.
2: Well, I mean, how many of, of us have heard about the the uh, Georgia Guidestones? Yeah. And, you know, I mean, they're talking about the, the ideal population for this planet. It's like half a million people, right? Half a billion people, sorry. You know, that's the ideal population. And I know this is going to sound really bad coming from me, but I, I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, we are overdue for a a Wrath of God, um, mm-hmm. life-ending type of event. Got close me- Yeah, meteor or a wrath of god we have gotten out of control as a society doesn't matter what religion you are what kind of person you are um we need like like that whole pillars of souls crap to take place now because there's way too many people here um hustling and bustling they don't give a crap about anybody and someone needs to set the record straight i think jesus is even afraid to come back now
1: i I wouldn't worry about him i've been worried about thanos uh, I for this, this conversation is definitely <laughs> headed towards Avengers. And i uh, just like to say, I'm
2: looking forward to the new movie. <laughs> there, there, there you go. So am I. That's it. Good night, everybody. <laughs>
3: <laughs> You're all dead. I, drop. <laughs> I feel weird, Mr. <laughs> but
2: that's true,
3: though,
2: right? Yeah. I do have yeah. to say,
3: when I first heard about the Chinese going to the moon, it reminded me of that meme that I saw. And I'm sure you guys saw it, too. It's, It's, what if... Adam, what if we actually came from Mars? We destroyed that planet, and Adam and Eve actually came to Earth. And the meteor that destroyed the dinosaurs is what Adam and Eve came to our planet with. And now we're just trying to go back to the moon because that was a uh, a hot vacation spot. <laughs> and I started to to chuckle, but then it's like, oh.
1: Well, how would you explain the fossil record? I means, come on! Well,
3: yeah,
1: <laughs> Where's the fossil record on that meme? Come on!
2: <laughs> well, if you, if you read was the was Hitch- Hitchhiker's Guide <laughs> to the Galaxy. Yep.
5: You know, there's <laughs> actually the Twilight Zone, and it's done very well, as only Rod Serling could do. Way ahead of its time. The whole show was way ahead of its time, and I, I think it was- good because he was in charge and he was so involved and he was right there all the time and there's definitely one like that cat that um, you know you don't know it at first the man has crashed in a, a spaceship and basically he's trying to put together the communications to get communication from headquarters you know houston whatever and houston's just telling them like the you know nuclear there's something going on with they don't ever mention countries but you know it's a couple of countries going at it there's nuclear war pending and then the guy comes back and says you know what you're gonna have to get yourself out of this pray for us all because it's all going to be oh boom and now he's alone and you don't know what's going on. You think it's some poor guy from earth, you know, and here it turns out that he's landed and there's another, there's just a woman. And at first he doesn't know what's going on. She's scared. He's scared. And they start learning to communicate. And eventually you find out his name is Adam and her name is Eve. Oh. Nice. Hmm. Yeah. Pretty okay. Twilight zone. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And this is why the Chinese are gone to the dark side of the moon.
3: <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, cheese and they want Justin, a hotspot. So
0: it's all are... about rabbit trails on yes. any of our shows. So, oh my god, I think that's. I think true. it's a good point, though. Like I've heard numerous people talk about they feel that we came from Mars or another planet, even and landed here and you know a lot of people will say that we've evolved from monkeys and um you know i was talking to my little brother this is actually a very interesting little side note um that um everybody has it wrong when it comes to the evolutionary theory that monkeys are just our closest relative if you will compared to the rest of the animal kingdom and I thought that was a pretty good point because everybody wants to say we came from monkeys. Well, no, we didn't come from monkeys. Mm -hmm. We're just most related to them. And, you know, I had made this point to him as well. You know, if we evolved for monkeys, then why are there still monkeys?
5: That's a good point.
2: Very observant.
5: How does everybody feel about Rh? Negative and the RH factor in blood. Does anybody have any uh, wisdom on that as far as RH negative?
2: Well, is there also the O's as well?
5: Yes, that's a whole other thing, though. Because, you know, with RH negative, it's supposedly you don't have that rhesus monkey in your DNA. So they're like, okay, well, where do they come from? So you've heard all different things, you know, aliens or you've heard, you know... Yep. This whole An- Anunnaki, you've heard all kind of things like that. But w- explain that to me, RH Negative. Does anybody have any thoughts on RH Negative?
2: Well, it's really funny. When you said the Anunnaki, um, if you look at some of the stuff that Stitchin brought up, you see this monkey-esque type of entity sitting on this huge Anunnaki's lap. So we may have been, and the rumor through that in the book, uh, you know, th- the whole Anunnaki story is basically they and eng- global they genetically engineered us from these monkeys numerous times until they perfected what we all have here right now, <laughs> which I don't <laughs> think it's perfect. Um, so I mean, th- this is why there's a missing. You know, someone said a missing link. Um, I don't know. I mean, we we don't we're ne- we're never going to know right now. I mean, we don't know, and we're not going to. You know, just for the people listening, there is no disclosure. Get off. Get over yourselves. Um, and we're not, you know, until these craft or these beings or one of these races or twenty of these races land and say, "Yeah, we made you." Yep, Chinese <laughs> guy, right there, right in the back. You know, and and like,
1: interject there just a little tiny bit. It's not a missing link. We're missing thousands and thousands of links in our evolution sure chain, am. actually. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah. any anthropologist yeah. friends you may have out there will always scoff at the idea. There's evolutionary total evidence and data to back up that we came from this particular type. And you know what the reality of it is? They're pretty much playing cards with like two cards. The rest of yeah. the deck isn't there. So, yeah. there you go. That's the only I'm thing I mean. Baby. It's the only way.
5: If any of you on any of your shows come up with something and the RH negative factor whole discussion comes up because it's a deep rabbit hole. You know, and they yeah. say that they're more sensitive, that they have you know, abilities and all this other stuff. And there's a whole line of different things where they come up with this. I have no clue, but I would be very interested because it's supposedly like 5% of the population and I'm RH negative. So yeah, like I have
3: family members that are RH negative too.
5: Yeah. And it, you know, it's distressful if you're a woman because mm-hmm. you have a lot of problems losing children and yeah. like that. And I was in the army. I lost five kids before they figured out it was RH Alrighty. negative. I was in the army, yeah, and they're just not going to do anything extra, you know. No offense to anybody in the army, but you—they you, go what they have to handle at the time. So it took a long time for them to figure out. Then you have to get the. There's a whole controversy about you know, getting shots. So because basically, when you're carrying a child, your body looks at that child, if who's not an Rh negative, as invading. Yeah and that's the way it is and it's just horrible you know and then you get into like i said this rabbit hole of what it is or what it means or where you come from all that other stuff so i'd just like to know so give me a heads up
2: oh definitely sure. i mean you know not only do you lose it as, as a virus when you're pregnant but when they come out they become viruses too mm-hmm. um, <laughs> apparently you got to feed them i mean come on
5: yeah but it is it, it's an interesting subject you know and you know you get somebody that really knows about it let me know I I was
3: was watching the show the other day and they're talking about this other blood type that I've never heard about and I googled it and it's actually a thing. There's only like a handful of people in the world who have it and I can't for the life of me remember what that blood type was. And I've been trying to Google it and I can't find it.
2: Like a super special blood type? Like special K?
3: Yeah, maybe, maybe. Maybe it's Special K.
2: <laughs> That's a drug
1: reference. <laughs> 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 well, well, you you suck suck I've been sucking blood for centuries. No.
0: <laughs> well, um, something else that caught my eye, I, I believe it was a couple articles just before the New Year, um, it was these couple of women that are claiming to have had sexual relationships with spirits, oh. and uh, a couple of them the the two that were the articles were about claimed to be either getting married to or already married to a spirit and it was something that kind of like rattled something in my brain because I mean, I have come across people saying that they have been. Ah, uh, sexually assaulted or or whatever by a spirit. and you know, there's all these different myths and legends about that sort of a thing. But you know, when you're claiming that you have a sexual partner who is not even flesh and blood, and then you're married to them, it it's something that just baffled my mind. So I wanted to get your guys' opinions on it. Um, Cisco, I'll let you go first.
5: There goes your hour, baby. <laughs> 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 well. The one that comes to mind is the lady that married a three hundred year old pirate.
0: That's one of them. That yeah, I'm talking about. Yep.
5: (laughs) Right away, you want to go, huh? And then you (laughs) listen to her, and you watch her body language and everything else. She truly believes this. Now, who am I to say?
1: <laughs> yeah, That's, right. That's a job. What more do you want? <laughs> she's
5: a caring person. She's got a whole table with all his favorite things. He likes to play cards. Of course, he likes rum. He. She's got it all after kind of like an altar. She seems to be extremely satisfied. She's very calm. You know, so, so it must be, you know, they must have a nice relationship. But, you know, all, <laughs> the first thing... <laughs> aimed my mind. Was the only thing present was the person marrying? Did, did you see the actual wedding video?
0: Uh, no, I didn't.,
5: <laughs> well I you realized. know you can go back and rewind and watch the whole wedding video because it's it's something to see. But um there's the gentleman that's marrying them on the beach by the jetty with the breaking waves, very romantic. And then there's this candle, and she keeps holding on to this candle. she's talking to the candle. And it's just a regular taper candle. And my whole thing, I'm looking at him and go, lady, you should have married a bigger candle. (laughs) (laughs) Do
2: you take this woman to be your lawful wedded wife?
5: (laughs) (laughs) The sad ending to this whole thing is they're divorced now.
2: Um, Does she get half the ship? (laughs)
5: <laughs> no, no, but you know what? And all kidding aside, you know, you've got your, you know, the whole thing with the entity. Think about it. And that, that right. certainly was not romantic. That was more of, and you know what? I, I've studied that. You know, for a long time, I've read her history. It was before, it was during, and after. Um, there was something going on there. I don't know what, but you've got your whole succubus. You've got, you know, the whole thing. Is it possible? I would say yes, but I don't think they're human entities doing this. However, there are plenty of cases where a ghost gets inappropriate with somebody.
2: Oh, yeah.
5: I heard that. Um, As far as being romantic with one, there's plenty of books written about it, and they sell like hotcakes. So, I don't know. Um, Marion? That's just...
2: Well don't, don't we have, uh, the host of this show didn't he get touched in, in an inappropriate way at someone's house?
0: Yeah, it was it was something else, but it wasn't so inappropriate that I'm like, oh no, I've been sexually harassed.
2: No, but it, me it, it's, too, it's me too movement. <laughs> me Boo movement, you mean? Me boo <laughs> yep. me too. Jonathan Bryant will be here every Monday. Try the veal.
4: <laughs>
2: um, I, I, you look. The, oh, I mean, they, they have they have people talking about aliens encounters in their in their homes as well. That mm-hmm. type of a relation, intimate relationship. Um, the problem here is the problem. Like Cisco said, these people definitely believe this is happening, but are we really to believe that this is happening right. until you experience it, you know, or have investigated it, and you can somehow put, you know. quantify it it's it sounds very um weekly world news-ish versus like reality
5: but brian doesn't all of this. if you think about it so honestly you know just standing outside the box and i'm sorry to jump in here again but who am i to say because I've met people that really, they will not leave the house. They're not leaving. They could be going under. They could be, they're just so encompassed by this house and it's whatever's in there. Um They'll sit and they'll talk back and forth. And I mean, I've had communication with the dead. So I can't say that they're not. And if they do have some kind of a relationship or maybe it's a past loved one who's passed and right. to stay until that person. So there's a lot of different avenues you can go down here. But I can tell you right now, you know, uh, well, all I can see is Johnny Depp and, you know, the whole Black Pearl and stuff like that. I'm, I'm not marrying a 300 year old pirate. I don't, uh, just, I, don't think, I, don't, I
1: don't think she was too oppressed if she divorced him. Uh, yes. <laughs>
5: <Right.
3: laughs> Divorce him for the rum. God, but in court.
1: i on this now. Can I please?
4: Yeah, (laughs) please please. hold my
1: shotgun. (laughs) Here comes number one. I would also divorce the pirate because I'm not into light penetration. Okay, (laughs) I want want the whole Captain Jack. (laughs) Number two. I'm sorry, but most people who are oppressed by spirits and who are suffering are not exactly putting it up on YouTube and Facebook with hopes of getting millions <laughs> and millions of clicks. It's clickbait. And number three, this is the most important one. Can somebody please play the theme song from Pirates of the Caribbean right now? <laughs> <laughs> as as the wedding song, as she walks up the aisle. I, I think this is might actually be a little bit more towards what you were saying, Cisco. Maybe it's more of a, uh, almost like a, a manic state this woman might have been in, where she truly does believe. Like it's almost like that movie Donnie Darko, except with Captain Jack Sparrow instead of a big crazy bunny. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like truly believes it's there, really does believe it. But I don't know, man. When I see all those clicks and all those hits, I kind of feel like maybe it was just a little bit contrived.
2: I mean, was there advertising involved in these videos? Like did oh, they get? It's oh, well, well, I mean, like you... this is this is a problem being in this field, right? So you bring. You know, you'd physically have to bring up Bigfoot in, uh, or an alien, and to, to say this is an alien, and then even then they would say it's like photoshopped. So oh, it's CGI. up for them at the wedding. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know. So, and and you're right. I mean, like I've had I've had dreams where I've literally had my grandfather, who's been dead for years, come to me, which was awesome, and I was literally having a conversation. This was, I said it was a dream, but I know it was real. Um, but to be physically married to somebody. Or I don't know the full story, but was she physically touched? Did they did they consummate oh, them God the yeah. nuptials?
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I, I mean, were there batteries involved? Because <laughs> th- I just don't see it because if you can finally, be, the, Finally a use for the K2. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the new K3 meter with extra vibration. So um, like
5: I said, Brian, if you look at the entity, I mean, I don't know how much of that you believe or if you read the book or if you did the study before, during, and after, like I said. There's a and it it she left and it kept following her. And honestly it was more than one. And I do not by any means think that this was a human uh doing this to her. You know, there was supposedly, you know, a couple of short ones and a really, you know.
1: I I (laughs) I have not (laughs) stopped laughing this
2: entire time it it always has to come to size doesn't it Um. I found it
4: it strange
3: when I first saw when I first read this because um, I used to do the weird news like you guys know for uh, Arizona Tramps network Um, Mm -hmm. and one of the weird news segments I did was this woman who married the 300 year old pirate and so when I saw she got divorced partying was kind of like (laughs) oh but um
4: <laughs> yeah, poor thing. I thought those two were but, work it but out. It's a, right?
3: But it's a Chinese tradition that's been around for a long time where they actually will marry spirits. They'll they'll marry a deceased individual and this and the practice is still done today, if memory serves. But um No Is, the, it, what?
2: is it symbolic? <laughs> is it a symbolic marriage? Yes. Or is it a real marriage? I mean, you know, <laughs>
3: I don't
1: know. It, it, it's, uh, just, uh, I believe it might be like an arranged marriage type thing that if it doesn't happen, they'll still marry the, the spirit, that idea. I think that's what it is. I could be wrong, but so I've heard someone talk about this before. I can't remember who. Uh, oh, my God. I can't remember who was talking about this before with me. This kind of reminds
3: me of that old Star Trek Next Generation episode where Deanna, no, not Deanna, it was the uh, doctor. Uh, she decided to stay on this planet because every woman in in her bloodline Um, married a spirit but it was actually an alien that was does anybody know that episode
4: yeah i I think i know know you're talking
3: about and there was actually this this entity that was because these women had a rare um energy signature or something that this entity needed so they would get married and yeah it kind of reminds me of that episode golly yeah (laughs)
2: Well, okay. Let's let's go and go with that theory there. So, is there a point where these spirits, when you when you pass from the physical shell to a spiritual <laughs> being, or entity, whether you go up or stay or whatever, do you get so good at at manipulating the energy that you can physically manifest for those very few moments or for however long? You know, may, maybe that's the, the
4: case.
2: No, no. I'm just saying, like maybe that's the case because I just. Otherwise, I'm just thinking like, wh- who's her psychologist or psychiatrist? Because, uh, mm. you know, I think she she definitely. I think it's like like Jonathan said. It's it's a it's like clickbait and it's it's mm. very unusual. It's like selling the uh, ghosts in a jar on eBay. You <laughs> know, right. I, I actually had someone because
3: wasn't I, I, she? Um, uh, didn't she dress up as a line of business? She dressed up as a pirate. Um, I can't remember what it was. And uh, <laughs> what? some what's that? a
5: wench like a wench like a pirate wench like pirate a, wench. Yeah. Like
4: and a uh, pirate
3: wench yeah somebody like a character actor type thing and uh, somebody had mentioned to me well maybe she just did it because she wanted to get well known and maybe make more money but who knows
5: yeah. Foster, she knows she's not the only one there's a lot of pe- yeah. and i just understand where they're what do you do when you go down to the courthouse and get your marriage license i don't what do you get? for a gift of it
2: well- well, who are the people at the courthouse giving these licenses out? I know. And, and then, as long as they get their money. Yeah. No, and but yeah. that, that, that goes back to why we shouldn't be colonizing space the stupidity of humans. <laughs> but I mean, like, if, if I was a yep. judge and this person came into my court looking for a divorce, I'd be like, really? Really? <laughs> You're going to give me this? You're both crazy. I think I want to say counseling for, for both of you. <laughs> and I, just, I just said it there. I mean, it, 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 it just. I guess un- unless you, you experience it yourself It's absolutely asinine and it's crazy It's not yes. real I don't see it being real
5: You know, I think it's also people Just trying to escape regular life Because, you know, if you don't yeah. like regular life You just create this fantasy I mean, if that wasn't true These supernatural romance novels Wouldn't be, you know, flying mm-hmm. off the shelves People, th- those things are huge You know And I not like crazy
2: but I mean, they have things for 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 that. They have those romance novels, like you're saying, and they have Xbox and PS4 and Pornhub and and all these other places you can go to yeah. escape your real world. Yeah. Um, yeah, You know, but I I just I guess people are looking for attention. That's another problem we have here. Everybody wants their 15 minutes or more, hmm. and they don't give a damn what they do to get it. Hence the bird, bo- the the blind blind bird box challenge. Some girl drove into th- into online traffic. She almost oh, well, killed three yeah. people a family. Yeah.
5: What? I never heard of that.
2: It We've just to- happened.
5: Yeah, We have got yeah. to stop seeing the warning labels on the hair dryers, people.
2: <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> we just need I to get, get rid of the just- warning labels in
1: general. I think just slide switch- planes and, and just drop Tide Pods everywhere. It's so I was happy. just
3: thinking,
5: yeah. <laughs> oh
1: my god, that's a Tide Pod. <laughs> yeah. living with you?
5: cool. I mean, look if at I at
1: this a new podcast, I'd start it and I'd call it The Tide Pod. And I bet the you Tide everybody Pod. would be taking it. <laughs> 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 no subscribers, though. Everyone's dead.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you, you count deaths instead of likes, huh? Yeah, <laughs> it well.
5: It is laundry detergent. I can't mm-hmm. keep the damn thing open. There's so many childproof things on that. And that's sad that we have to do that. Back in the day when we were all young, you know, you knew not to do certain things. You know, I had a grandfather would say, let him put the fork in the socket. He'll learn. Yeah, <laughs> <I> mean, right. <laughs> I'm just, <So> let,
2: <laughs> let them touch he the hot frying pan. Yeah. He must've <laughs> been fun to hang out with. Sounds <laughs> awesome, ah, Mildred, give her another drink.
5: It just <laughs> actually <laughs> happened. It was like, it was my son. And he's going let him do it. And I'm like, yeah, out of your mind. But you know, it's, it's, it, it, I say that about the warning labels. You, uh, somebody had to use their hair dryer in the shower for them to play pay the extra money to put that warning label right. on there. No, my know. favorite
3: warning label was do not place toast in toaster and put in your oven. <laughs> I'm like, who does that? Obviously, it happened once. I thought you who
1: does it. Somebody <laughs> marry a dead ghost
5: pirate. <laughs> <laughs> Don't marry a dead ghost pirate. You know, the creepy thing about that, before you get off the ghost pirate thing, though, know, think about this. If, if, if there's somebody that is having sexual relations with somebody who doesn't, you, you can't see, what are you really having sex with? That's creepy.
2: Mm. Right. And what do you name the baby?
5: could be anything (laughs) (laughs)
2: Damien come here please
5: show of hands hands. how many people has actually gotten an EVP I mean on your own you've gotten an EVP from a a disembodied voice from something you did not see that was standing right there let's just say I I I
2: have a ton of them
5: them. okay
2: he's got a bunch of them Jonathan's probably got a bunch of them
5: so can you imagine if you could see that person and who's actually standing there and what do they look like I mean, is that creepy? Think about that.
2: Well, eh. Well, it's, it's like, uh, as M- Mitch said at one point, that these frequencies, like, look at a radio signal, right? So these frequencies are everywhere, but when you use a radio or a receiver, you're actually tuning into a specific station to hear clearer. Doesn't mean the other stations go away. Right. So it's the same thing with spirits. If you just tune in, or if that spirit has enough energy, overpowers, and it's, you know it, it, you know, you know, don't forget to throw the garbage out. Okay, thanks. You know, I mean, that it is kind of creepy. It, it's I'm taking, very, I'm feeling kind of sad because you know what?
1: I've been an EV re- uh, researcher, EVP researcher now for five years. I stopped a few months ago, and not once was I ever taken out on a date or touched <laughs> or, or anything. And I don't know. You know what? You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Maybe it's because I got a few pounds on. Maybe that's what it
4: is. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say I I really say, on,
0: a, on any EVPs, you never hear a spirit making sexual uh, innuendos or uh, you know sexual advances or anything like that. Oh, that was, always... now I've... I've heard it. Oh, and I've not... never had them.
2: I have. <laughs> I I don't know. I I think you know when you get into the old west with some of the um the the you know the call houses that are out there, you may get some of those like some kind of advancement. But I'm more inclined to believe that if you're getting somebody telling you to f you or whatever, or you know, I think you're getting into a, a something that's more on the evil scale than, than the good scale.
5: Well, you think too. You got to think about where you are. I mean, if you're, it, see, mine were like in bars, things like that. So, okay. so we can get into that whole jumper thing, right. or. I've got friends who decide why people want to go to prisons. I don't know. I personally, I don't have anything against other people going. I'm not going because I already know the energy that I'm walking into is yep. going to be negative or extremely sad or extremely, you know, cumbersome in any way oppressive, just like an asylum or anything like that. I'm not yeah. going. I'm so not doing I it about
3: asylums. I, I yeah. won't go to asylums because of the 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 raw emotions and 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 I, I just don't want to pick up on that. Yeah, right. me
5: either. I go through enough just from the living.
2: Well, you, you know, know, when you when you said the jumper thing, that is something where I can see this woman marrying a pirate. Instead so of a, a, a pirate jumper, he jumps into somebody who's whatever, and they become the pirate. You know, it's <laughs> the pirate doing it, not, you know, whatever Bob from the hardware store. Um,
5: that I can honestly say, Brian, uh, uh, I've seen that. Yeah, not- well- But I've seen someone jump into another and then that person change and then turn around and completely act different to the woman that they came in with or the woman they're standing next to and just get really fresh or just completely change, you know. And and if you
2: try to tell that that to to the person that they're with, they think Mm -hmm. you're absolutely out of
5: your mind. Right? Yeah. Yeah. What you going to do? You stand back and you watch it.
2: But now that I know this, I can be really rude to everybody in my family. (laughs) Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I always jumped. (laughs) (laughs) Not in a good way. I always jumped right there.
5: Well, you know, you talk physical. I mean, what's the difference between, you know, grabbing somebody's butt or, you know, punching them? Because I know a lot of, you know, a lot of jumpers, multiple um that just hang out you know like for the taste of alcohol or the drugs or the atmosphere or like the one that hung out in the bar i was uh in a uh, bartender for like four years he liked the music he liked to play pool he liked to you know shoot tequila and you know start a couple of fights or go down the bar and like grab everybody's butt and see you know the the lady turn around smack the guy who has no idea why he's being smacked i've seen it yeah. i've seen it. it's crazy you know, so, that that,
3: that, story, be
2: that guys, heaven by the way.
3: That story <laughs> you mentioned about the uh, jumper reminded me of the movie uh, The Fallen with um, Denzel Washington. Ever see that one? Oh yeah. That's yeah. what. That's what that reminded me of. That's exactly what it's like. And yeah. I mean, I, there was. time.
5: Crazy. me out. See yeah. it? Yeah. Well, I actually tell that story. It's uh, sh- sh- shot of and no salt, and. Yeah. That's how I knew it was him, because the people in the bar would change from their personality, and before you knew it, he would say, he or she, because I saw him jump into an old lady once, and that was fun. But um, he and said- the old lady
3: ordered a shot of tequila-, shot of- tequila
5: no salt and I actually the bartender this is it's in my book I swear it's happened I'm leaving I'm in a hurry and you know you're counting out your tips you know your bartender you know you come in you do that break and she takes over and I'm ready to go I got my purse and everything and the little old lady well, was sitting down at the end and she was with her friend and she got up and she came to the bar and she looks at my my friend she says shot of tequila no salt just always did (laughs) And I looked, I looked, at, I looked at my bartender friend, and I said, "She's going to need change for the pool table." And I threw her a couple quarters, and I left <laughs> because he always did that. He would say, "Shout out to Kill No Salt." He would do the shot, and then he would, you know, look, start rifling through pockets and going through things, and say, and you know, want change for the pool table. He would go play a couple rounds of pools. He, he would play usually one of three songs. And he would start a little trouble, and then back off into the kitchen, the doors would flutter, and oh, it's nuts. But you could see a gray mist, sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes you could see a gray mist, like, going down the bar, like he was trying to pick that person that he, you know, that had, you know, an oppression or a depression or an addiction or somebody, I guess, I don't want to say weak, but had a weakness that I guess it could jump in, just like the movie Fallen, you just said. Uh I don't know if you guys have ever seen that, but. That's
0: that a great pretty movie. amazing. Yeah, i I think that. Uh, well, I, I I try to stay on the fence when it comes to like possession type stuff because I honestly don't know what is really jumping into people. Is it human spirits? Is it, it evil demonic type spirits? Is it something else altogether? And a lot of people will jump straight to the the demon thing, and it's like. Okay. And I, I get that, but at the same time, you know, it's hard to fathom anything being in your body and you not being in control of it.
5: percent, it, it is. And you would think, and you would honestly want to think that nothing like that could ever happen. I honestly don't know how to explain it. And I certainly didn't believe it the very first time uh, that it happened. And it didn't take me, it took me a long time. To come to the conclusion, and I had I have no backstory on it. I don't know who. I assume it's a guy, um, just because of the mannerisms and the way the body language would change in the people. Um, and, and he definitely had ways about him. Like if they were wearing long sleeves, if it was long sleeves, he could push them up, or he would unbutton them and roll them up. If it was a guy, um, it's just so weird. I can't explain it, but I really think this was a human. A uh, spirit who just didn't want to leave that area.
3: You think it was and a I, soldier, Cisco?
5: Um, I don't know. It's possible. I really don't have a backstory on the guy. He never mm-hmm. spoke to you like, "Hi, how you doing? Good to see you again." You know, it mm-hmm. was always the same mo. You know, shot of tequila, no salt, change pool table, and he would say things short like "pool," you know, or "change." You know, I it just it was so weird what do you do? I felt bad. Like, what do you do? Go up yeah, to what him, do you do? say, I'm sorry. The reason you have such a bad headache right now is you were just jumped by this guy who kind of hangs out here and he just wanted to use your body for a while. What <laughs> yeah. do <you> do?
0: <laughs> I can just see that playing out right now and it's probably not going to be t- good.
5: <laughs> the nicest thing I could do was not charge him for the tequila because I figured they didn't order it.
2: Well, who's been on an investigation, and and you've I've seen some of the, your co-investigators possibly in the breach of of a, of a not a possession, but or or you know, spirit entering. I mean, I've seen it, and the telltale sign right off the bat is it's in their eyes. Yeah, I was about <laughs> to say that. Uh, it's one hundred percent their with eyes. An old
1: partner of mine, and uh, that did happen to him in one of the houses we were in. It was interesting that it wasn't really. See, with me, like, this is, this is another reason why I think that ghost part thing is so full of it. Because it seems to me a lot of the things that come through in Paranormal are, are usually, for the most part, when you're investigating, very subtle. And, uh like, with Rob, I, I can remember very clearly looking at him. And I was like, yeah, all right, man. He's like, yeah, I just feel a little bit off here. And I remember looking at his eyes. And his eyes were, like, looking down to the floor. And they were, like, glazed. It was weird. Yeah. And it wasn't i know rob pretty good <laughs> i knew in that moment he wasn't himself right and i can remember talking to him a little bit and it was like he wasn't it wasn't that he didn't want to talk to me it's just that he kept looking around and feeling weird and i knew there was something up right and uh, that was pretty much it but i even said to him after, i said man like there was one point of that night like you were acting really freaking weird like what was up with that he was like yeah man like I don't know. Like I felt, I felt like I was falling. He said to me, that's he had that feeling he was on an elevator." That's what he told me. Like you know that feeling? Really? You get, I mean, yeah. When you get off an elevator, and you feel like you're still on the elevator. Yeah. Well, he had that feeling after the after the investigation, and I was like, "Man, like, you think something happened?" He's like, "I'll be honest with you, John. I don't believe in that crap." <laughs> <laughs> right. And I was like, "Yeah, okay, bud." And then, like, <laughs> but I'm telling you, when I looked in his eyes, it was like. Well, I don't almost know how to describe it. It was like, it wasn't his eyes looking back at me. Yep.
3: It, it almost it, happened to me on an investigation. Um, we were setting up the equipment. Sorry to cut you off, Johnny.
1: That's okay. I love that. Women cut me off <laughs> all the time. I am married you know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, we were, we were setting up and, and, uh, I'm trying to set up the camera. So I've got the cables and all of a sudden I had this really weird feeling. And our lead investigator, Katie came up to me and, uh, She's looking at me. She goes, are you okay? And it sounded like she was way down the end of the hall. And all I could muster was shaking my head no. And she goes, you know, something just passed through you. And I shook my head yes. She goes, and. I'm big on carrying selenite with me and I didn't even have it on me yet. She goes, you need to go get your crystals, go get it now. I just dropped the cables right there and ran yep. to my case and I shoved out. I usually just keep one piece. I had three pieces in my case. I just shoved my pockets <laughs> with them. And then I just started saying prayers, calling to my ancestors, you know, uh, whatever the heck that was, keep it away. And I was saying, you're not know, welcome. If you need to communicate, we have these devices here. You're not coming through me, but you yeah, it was really weird. And then Katie later on says, where where did you go and i said i i don't know it it was like i was trying to be i was being pushed and i was at way down at the other end of the hall and i could hardly hear her it was the i'd never had that again since and that was the first time and i hope it never happens again (laughs)
2: It's it's a scary mm. prospect. Like, I yeah. got to be honest. I mean, that's why, like, when I do investigation, it, an investigation room, um, e- we could be going to the greatest place on the planet. If I get there and I just don't feel it, or I'm, mm-hmm. I had a bad day, or I got pissed off, or or something negative, you know, has been clouding my day. I am not going in there. I am ripe for takeover. Yep. And- I
1: remember one time I was investigating a haunted lake, kind of close to home, it's called Powers Pond. And uh, just uh, a very downer type place, like lots of people who committed suicide there, uh, mostly pill heads. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, just like three months before I investigated there, somebody had went in and committed suicide. So we were like, you know what, there's a place to probably try. We should probably try here tonight. I was having a really bad day. I actually, I chronicled this in my book. Actually, I talked about that whole chapter about powers time but uh, I talked about this in my book and uh, <laughs> it, it was Basically me going one way and my partner going the other. And uh I had a horrible day before I went out and I was like, man, I shouldn't go out. But like I hadn't seen my buddy in a long time and like going go something with him was like a monthly thing. It was nice to go out with him. You know what I mean? Mm
4: -hmm. And
1: uh I could remember beat up on the side of it was like a wooden bridge, and I was leaning against it, and it was probably one of the first times I ever busted out the spirit box. Now I, I was always a very Skeptical person over that because you know you're basically opening up a receiver and listening to things come through white noise, like your brain's gonna make it up. This Mm -hmm. thing literally says Johnny is sad right to me. And I'm like, the (laughs) fuck (laughs) 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 first time I heard my name, and something that was actually intelligent come through. So I was like, Holy crap! I was like, Man, and you're absolutely right. I was a tree, I was sad that day i was <laughs> the i was sad i was sad and it was pretty pretty tense. just goes to show you that that if they are out there and they're looking through that veil at you they can sense it or they can feel it they can see it and uh, you know I, sometimes i wonder what really is communicating to us that can see our emotions like that
2: well i right. think when you when you get out there emotionally if you're down your vibrations lower yes. and and we all everybody talks about vibrations for the most part you are so it, it's a low vibration. So they're just they can just see it. I think it's part of your aura and everything. Yeah. And they just you know, it's like eating meaning, miny mo, who am I gonna go to? You know, or or and you're just gonna go with the weakest person because you have more control over that person. Mm-hmm. You know, and just if, if you're physically built and and you doesn't mean that you're mentally capable of being the stronger person. You know, and vice versa, even the meekest person may be stronger mentally than somebody <laughs> else. So you're gonna go for the non challenge. Um you know, like Absolutely fish true. in a bottle, but um, it, it's it's really scary. I mean, we we did it. We did the Letchworth Village Cemetery, and there were three hundred unmarked graves uh from ages uh, three months on up because they experimented. They got the polio vaccine from there, and they experimented on these kids. And mm-hmm. if you listen to some, I mean, I have I have tons of recordings of EVPs, and you can. Hear people help me and people, oh, look, they're here to help. And I could have sworn I heard my name Brian. And that freaks you out when you hear it on EVP. Yep. It just bugs you out because it's like they shouldn't know that. I mm-hmm. was it was just me and my boy and, and Al. And Al actually that night he had a weird look. I was like, what's wrong with you? they he goes, Nothing, nothing. And I'm like, you could tell. It was in his eyes, and he had that like stupidish grin. Um, and I I don't want to bring him up because Johnny loves him. That's his man crush zach baggins um, <laughs> <laughs> but you see you know like like i know a lot of stuff's done for tv but there's some stuff where you can see it you can see when people get that look in their face and you can't just play it off you can't just act it there are times when you see people who have a look on the face like oh wow this is going to be a rough night and he and he deals with he does stupid things like antagonizing these you know these spirits They're not smart no, right. No. I
3: had my name. I heard my name once um, going over the audio. I've got the headset on. I'm sitting there, and I don't know if you guys do this. As you're listening to what you've recorded, you're going through the actual investigation all over again in your head, so you know exactly what had happened. It's like, oh yeah, yep. you hear this, and it's like, oh yeah, I remember that happening. All of a sudden, everyone knows me as Cat. My full name is Catherine. So I'm sitting there. I'm listening to the audio, and I got my eyes closed. I'm kind of bored, right? It's like. It it is tedious. All of a sudden, I heard Catherine, and I Ugh. sat up. My eyes just shot open, <laughs> and I was like, "What the actual shit?" <laughs> so I rewound <laughs> it, and I remembered that instant. I'm in the room with uh, my two team members, and uh, I remember it felt like somebody touched my left shoulder, and I looked, and there's nobody there, and it was a man's voice, and going over the audio, because I didn't hear anything, I just felt the, the touch, right, so I'm going over the audio, and that was the moment that I heard Catherine. Holy mm. crap, so I, my kids, I'm like, kids, kids, come here, come here, come here, what, <laughs> what, do you, what do you hear? And I didn't tell them, right, I just said, what do you hear? And they said, yeah, you just had your name mentioned. Every team member that night had their names mentioned at one point. It was the weird, oh yeah, like, talk about, my eyes shot open, like, what?
2: Well, <laughs> on, on those investigations, here we go, because what's to say it is it is it actually an entity or spirit in there, just picking you know like picking you out and knows more about you than anything or maybe it's your guardian angel just keep like keep alert you know yeah exactly right. i don't
3: know what it was but uh it it called me by my full name and not too many people call me by my full name even the team members didn't know they they said you know because i before i played the audio for them i said um you know what do you think my my full name is oh it could be kathleen you know uh could be a whole bunch of stuff and i said well my phone name's actually Catherine." after you know and they they they're just like holy crap like they they couldn't believe it. and like i said every team member that night had their name mentioned at one point or, or another
5: it was mm. weird mm. i've had that happen where it that moment right before we've all got that right right before you fall asleep huh. it's hard to describe but you know that right before you fall asleep yep. thing and then the right before you wake up, there's definitely a, an awareness, you know, yes. going in and coming in. And this one morning, I'm laying on, the, I always lay on my side looking mm-hmm. towards the wall and right in front of my face. And I'm being close, close enough to feel breath. Oh. I hear hello. And mm-hmm. then my my, you know, my given name, which mm-hmm. nobody calls me. Z- wow. Nobody. <laughs> My even
1: I found the EVP. <laughs> did you? Do you want me to play it for you? Oh yeah! If you can play it
2: through the through your system, know, that'd so be great. I'm
1: gonna try it. Okay, I, I'd like to try it because you got me. I don't know. You got me all excited, and everyone's talking about EVP. <laughs> like, you knew this was gonna happen to me, right? Well, <laughs> I, I
2: wanna, but before you play that, I want to state this right now. I can guarantee you that in this broadcast. If you play it back and with headphones on, there will be EVPs here. Not the one that Johnson's is going to play. Mm. I guarantee you're going to catch EVPs on this podcast. I think I got it. I'm going to try to play it, okay? So
1: let's, let's see if we can hear it. Did I mention this was a Christmas video? Hang on. <laughs> 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 hey, remember I told you?
4: No oh, stories
1: hey, like Christmas. So you'll hear me talking, but you'll hear Johnny is sad in the background, okay? You hear me talking, I'm actually talking over it. Just listen one more time.
4: In the background.
2: Doesn't really do it justice. The other one I had was a bit more cleaner, but you got it. It's a lower end. It's yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. In the deep section, and it's just low below that. It's 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 a lot higher.
1: Yeah. 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 Want to hear it one more time? Yeah. Sure. Maybe I'll turn up my radio.
2: Okay. I hate spirit boxes, by the way. But I they're... know.
1: I, listen, man. <laughs> no, I, my, I used to be really smart until I started doing this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like six or seven hours straight of Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch. Oh my god. <sighs> Bugger. <laughs> okay. And once again, we'll hear the music too. It was, it was a Christmas video. It was on.
2: <laughs> it's
1: very hard to hear that one. It's probably not my clearest mm-hmm. one I got,
2: but you know, it sounds like a like a a young a child. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a child. Mm-hmm. Would make sense, And that scares me that shit out of me more than if it was that girl Because <laughs> <laughs> we all know in every freaking horror film it's the little girl that's the the, the you know the killer and the psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> little
3: seven
2: year old girl. I, I always I'm telling you if I go into a building and I hear like a little girl, you wanna play? I'm out. Nope. I'm gone. I'm done.
0: <laughs> well that's the funny thing is you know, everybody wants to associate children's voices with something evil, demonic, whatever. And, you know, then you have to really differentiate, okay, is there really a child spirit here or were we being goaded into something with with whatever it was?
5: Mm. Both can be true. Both yeah. can be true.
4: Right.
5: The craziest case, now, as far as equipment, and I don't, I've said this multiple times, I I don't understand equipment. I don't understand what makes it work. So I don't really understand what's using it and how it's using it to make it work. If you understand what I'm saying, I'm mm-hmm. no tech, no, I'm no tech person. When I went to Gettysburg the last time, just recently in uh, this past summer, and I got the chance to go in with KSPS from um, out of uh, they're out of Pennsylvania. Great guys, a lot of heart, a lot of tech, a lot of understanding, a lot of good chemistry, just a great team. And I was invited to go into this dark cellar in the middle of Gettysburg. Sure, why not? So <laughs> <laughs> so like all, all us nuts, I go. And I got a chance for the first time to be around a lot of tech and equipment. Now they've got the one, I don't know the name, so forgive me. They've got the the screen that's got the stick figures.
2: It's the connect one. It's the yeah. yeah. The, okay. That's pretty interesting stuff, but that
5: yeah, it is. And they had that. So that's one person is manning that. Then, of course, we used the flashlights. It was three flashlights. And I guarantee you, when we said, turn them on, turn them off, all of them either went on and all of them went off. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. Then we had two people, actually one person with two, in their hands had the app that would spell the word. Mm -hmm. Ovulus. Ovulus. I guess. Mm -hmm. And then there was the round thing with the lights. It kind of looks like a smoke detector, but it's got lights around it. Yes.
2: I uh, make Disney for 500 now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
5: okay. Sorry. Now, this is the reason I set this up is because at one point, everybody did their stuff. And, you know, we were working very carefully to try to get these uh, 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 ghosts to listen to us and give us a chance to try to calm them down. There was a lot of them in there. And we had, I think, 11 responding at one time. And that goes with the figure. It was cool because you could see them on the stick figure thing. And then when we asked, they would say 11 through the box that speaks. And then it almost, you know, would say like one, one of the things said many and something else had a number. I don't know. It was all nuts because all this equipment is actually answering the same question in very much the same way. That blew my mind. Now. As we're getting through this, I'm asking several questions. And then I asked, okay, is anybody here, uh, does anybody here want help? The box that says, has the voices coming out of it, says, yes, please. It not only responded, but was yep. polite. Wow. And, and both of the things that the, the guy was holding where the words come up said Help. Both of them. Yep. Wow. And the man that was on, uh, had a laptop sitting on his, he had another app or another thing on that. He's saying, yes. All pretty much at the same time, within seconds of each other. That blew my mind.
1: Yeah, like when you have multiple pieces of equipment and they're all correlating at the same time,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, it's a
1: lot more convincing, no doubt. Uh, right. 100%. Yeah, and uh, you know, once again, there's people out there who've got far better equipment than we'll ever get our hands on mm-hmm. who have had that. And the, and the problem is, is not that we can't, you know, catch what's going on. It's that we can't recreate it until we can recreate it. You know, science is never going to accept what we do, basically. <laughs> right? right. Right.
4: It's
1: unfortunate. But, uh, you know, that's it. <laughs> it's all we can that. do. Those, Those are yes. Nobel Prizes for us
2: those pieces of equipment are great um, but one of the, I just picked up something and I'll, I'll send you a link to where I got it really inexpensive it's a recorder, micro recorder but you can put headphones in it does EVPs really well because it does it on, based on noise so it's voice activated so if you're there, no one's making a sound you shouldn't get anything if it picks something up a sound was created like someone is talking via voice so those should be class A EVPs the cool part about it is you can capture it with the headphones on. You almost hear it real time. Wow. Well, um, and oh. you, John, you're right. You, and, you know, unless you can bring that ghost with you and say, "Look, let's ask them questions. They'll answer it for you," or do a math problem or something like that. You know, where you know you can kind of like quantify. Yep, we told it to do 63 times 72, and it gave us the correct answer. You know, until you can get that done, no one's going to believe you but when you're there in the dark or or whatever and i don't think you need to be in the dark mind you no. um, it's pretty pretty interesting some of the things that come up
1: absolutely uh, you know my thing that i talked about in my book was that it's just going for higher quality data basically um, right. you know, I, I talked about made communications which is which stands for multiple word Audible to the air, intelligently communicated in direct response to a question or stimuli. So what Cisco just talked about a minute ago fit the bill right across the right across yep. the board. It was multiple word multiple word. It was audible. Right? It was in direct response to a stimulus. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was intelligent because you asked it to need help and it said yes, please. I mean, it's pretty intelligent to me. That's that's different than you know, Zach Baggins running around going, bro, did you just hear that, man? Bro. Yeah. bro.
5: <laughs> that's that's what always, and I agree with everything everybody's saying. And I'm sitting here thinking two things. One, isn't this an amazing subject? I think that's what draws us all yeah. the wonderment of it all, seriously. And isn't it interesting, too, the different paths people take on the same subject? Because you've got right. your people who are full-on science, and you know, and they want to try to repeat it that way. And I think that's what Ghost Hunters started out with. I think Brian and I talked about this last week. Yep. With, bless their hearts, they want it they just really wanted to prove it as much as they could, you know, this is what's happening and this is, let's analyze it. And in some cases over analyzing. you know, we had a knock. Hey. Um, and then they took a lot of the feeling out of it. And I think that when you combined and you have a good chemistry and you combine all of that, the tech, the feeling, the mediums, the psychics, whatever, everybody in the room is going to get goosebumps you know, if something walks through you or touches you or communicates, um, that's feeling, you know, you're going to feel oppression. You're going to feel the heaviness. You're going to feel maybe the air change. And I think it really is important that all those things are combined in some way. Um, and maybe it's not so much proving it, um, to me, well, at least to me, we've all taken different paths. To me, I'm just going in there and going, okay, what can we do to get what you need and, you know, get me out of here without the worst headache of my life? You
4: know, it's like
5: priorities, you know, Um, you know, if I can get something down, I mean, I never... I don't know how you guys feel about old school stuff, but a lot of the guys that have been in game a long time will say, you know what? I go in with dousing rods and a Mickey Mouse recorder, you know, or <laughs> whatever. And they get stuff, but they get stuff and it's insane. And then you watch some of these shows and anybody who does this, every single person here has at least done this to a certain extent for a long period of time. And we look at these shows and we think, gosh, I man, I got more last Friday on, you know, <laughs> you know what's what are they doing
1: wrong? Well, well, I, my question for everyone is why why keep doing this? We we all know this stuff is out there, and we all keep capturing it. Shouldn't we be focusing right. more on focusing on? Oh, I don't know how it's possible. Like to mm-hmm. be like right.
4: it's
1: it's it's yes EVP is real, but how the heck are we picking up sounds with no vocal cords? Like
4: right. how we that's pick
1: it up, the sounds of footprints being imprinted on places. And everyone likes to talk about, oh, energy's trapped here and all this. But really, they're just throwing out some wild theory with nothing to back it up. My my, my thing is always how. How is it possible that we pick up EVP? Where is it coming from? I got to yeah. say that. We can find out where that, it's yeah. coming from. And, and I think that's the main thing. Looking for those telltale signs, like how this exists. And it, isn't it interesting that it's almost always EVP that people capture, very rarely do you see anything, right? Very rarely. Right. And, I, and I think that might be a big, big part of it, too. And, uh, you know, it makes sense because what is sound? It's vibration. Well,
0: Right.
2: Yeah, but isn't that, isn't that a form of energy, though? And I, and I know you don't, you may not like that energy, man. You know, like a lot of people are using the energy analogy, but it's yeah. it's the truth. See, all this stuff correlates. It's not just the spirit world, but when you get into other things like um, the cryptid side of it, like Bigfoot or, or Dogman or Werewolf, whatever you want to call it, um, and and aliens and UFOs, we're still talking about energy and the manipulation of energy, and also dimensions. Because right. who's to say, it's, who's to say it, I look at it as, I live in an apartment, right? So I have an apartment, you know, I have people below me uh, and, and next to me. And literally, you can hear their conversations. It's, it's the equivalent of an EVP, you know? Maybe because we're, our, our, our dimension is so close to some other, di- that dimension or the veil is so thin that you're picking it up on the other side. It's kind of yeah. like that they're yelling through that way. Or maybe they're actually are manipulating the energy you know and change and being able to change it um all these devices that are picking it up are based off a of magnet or or some kind of recording semi based about you know ma- magnetic recording and etching so you know uh, there's there's no other way unless you get like a silicone based recorder if they even have those um it you're going to have to think about it being an energy source and manipulating it
1: well here's another thing too the farthest I've ever got with this stuff was three years in the same haunted museum for, well, three years. <laughs> and I got to <laughs> investigate that pl- place multiple times, 15, like at least 15 times the first year alone. And the closest I got to figuring any of the mechanics of this stuff out was to quadrulate where an EVP was coming from in a room. I hung six reporters from the ceiling and actually measured it out to the walls to figure out what part, where was this coming from in the room? And it was actually coming from the far right corner of the room which had nothing to do with any of the things that we apparently heard, which was an old typewriter and a door slamming, right? So <laughs> to me, there's there's something to that. And there's also the other theory of this too. In order for this to cross a dimension, there's only one thing that, that connects dimensions. Does anybody know what that is? Portals? <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: <laughs> yes. Are you, go, are you going spring theory here? We're going
1: a little, no. Actually, we're going quite Einsteinian here. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Einstein-Rosenbridge, guys. We're talking about oh, right. it. Ah,
4: yeah.
1: This is the only thing that can exist. And here's the really fun part about that. We can find one of those. Mm.
4: There's
1: yeah. got to be something in the environment that's given off. and And, you know, people talk about radiation. People talk about mm. different things in the atmosphere that are being given off when this stuff manifests, especially something that's really powerful like poltergeist activity and stuff like that. What's one of the most famous things people talk about, you know, the blood running down the walls or ectoplasm or or some kind of liquid? Where is it coming from, right? Mm
4: -hmm.
1: I think it'd be very interesting, very, very interesting to to find where an EVP is coming from in a room because there has to be some kind of
2: opening. Has to be. Well, here's the problem with that. When you live in a large apartment complex or building, it literally could be coming from the ground 15 stories below you. True. Um, that's where it's yeah. entering, and it's just being a, it, like like an elevator shaft that's going up to where you are. So it's it's not necessarily that it's coming from the specific rumors or a specific side. And even if it does give off a radiation, a, radi- a radioactive signal, um, again, you're 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 talking about the manipulation of energy into different forms. Mm-hmm. You know. So I mean, there's way too. See, I do the scientific side of it too. I want to you know try to quantify it. Um, but, and you look for the storms and you, depending on what you're using, what equipment you're using, especially like if you're using a tri-field, field meter, you have to have a live weather app running, um, which also can interfere with your equipment, but you have to know if there's lightning anywhere near there for six miles at minimum, mm. because that can affect your meter. Right. Right. You know, and if yeah. you're not paying to, you know, paying attention to all that stuff, I mean, ideally, you know, there's no ideal situation. Unless you're a scientist and you can get the funding and, you know, go in there and have um, a bunch of different, you know, equipments going and someone monitoring every screen, split screening it so you can see everything. Um, But most likely those people are so not open to the fact of that type of communication that that no one may not not want to talk to them.
4: Mm -hmm.
3: Uh, Go ahead, Kat. Thank you. My daughter mentioned to me one time before and, It kind of made sense. She says, how do we know when there's paranormal activity, maybe it's someone from another dimension investigating us?
5: Mm -hmm. And that's, and I'm just like, whoa.
2: (laughs) That's a foresight cartoon (laughs) right there.
5: It It truly is, but it also brings up, you know, time lapses and, Mm -hmm. you know, time overlapping You know, if you want to bring that up, you know, there's multiple cases of that, you know, like the the, the Versailles ladies, you know, everybody's heard that. Um, And EVPs that seem to be coming from right where you are, yet they don't see you um, and you don't see them. Maybe you don't hear them in real time, but it's back on the tape and they're going, I'm right here. Where are you? Mm. So Mm. that kind of thing blows my mind i'm thinking okay what do we have here like do we have a, an overlapping of dimensions here is there some kind of a time you know portal something going on i don't know the other thing that blows my mind is these whatever you want to call them um like impressions of energy again there's that word but impressions of an event say like a repeating the like residual,
0: residual. No, residual, <laughs> residual. yeah
5: like that but different here's one that blew my mind lady moves into a a new apartment um and down the hall right by i guess what you would call you know where her front door is um what is the uh, you know the room that the door opens into the the foyer room okay yeah kind of like that foyer long hallway Mm -hmm. and she comes in she's carrying the laundry and all of a sudden she sees this woman Like full apparition, she could see through it, but she sees this woman hit the wall and kind of just disappear into the wall like somebody pushed her. Uh And that's what she sees at first. Another time, she sees the woman actually like at the front door getting pushed. The door's not moving, nothing else. She just sees this apparition. Now she thinks she's being haunted by some woman who's falling through her wall as time goes in. She sees it again, but now she sees a man standing there with her and actually push her into the wall, and he follows at her like he's going after her, and he disappears into the wall. This goes on for a while. She gets the investigators in. She gets all this other stuff. Now, they look into the history of everything. They go to the the prior owners, and the prior owner looks like the woman she's been seeing. She finally get they finally get them together and she's startled because this is the woman she sees going through the wall and she says, Describe to me what happened. Well, her boyfriend beat her up a couple of years before, when she was in that house, and he came through the door and he pushed her up against the wall and he choked her and beat her up and then he left and she, you know, she was passed out on the floor. Yes. It actually happened. Yet both of the apparitions of these people were still alive.
2: Wow. That's that's almost classic residual.
3: Yeah, almost right. like the the intense emotion kind of made a recording. Mm-hmm.
4: Right, mm-hmm. right.
5: Friend Steve has one the same thing. My friend Steve has one, and it's so odd to match these up because if you saw this, you would think you were being haunted by a little boy coming in a window, and he goes he goes back to look at a, a childhood home. And he's talking to the guy and he says, hey, did you ever have any problems? You know, I keep there's a little boy that haunts this place, goes on and on. And after they're having conversations, he kind of clicks to himself when he says, I see him coming through this window. Now, doggone it, if that wasn't the window, he used to come climbing in when he was 11 years old to hide from his mom because he didn't want to go in through the kitchen. He snuck in and he'd run up the stairs. And there he is, a a grown man, and now his little boy apparition is is haunting. I can't explain that.
2: Well, I got a better one for you, and it's down by Cisco. And any one of us, if you came down to Manalapan, you would be able to see it. There's a church there. And apparently someone, I believe, from the Revolutionary War, some soldier was in there and literally went to church. He was mortally wounded. He was in church, and he passed away there. And there's a blood spot. That keeps yeah. coming back. They've they've sanded it, they've waxed it, they've painted it. It mm-hmm. it will appear, reappear all the time, and it, and it reappears wow. over, um, I think over different times during the day.
5: Yes, you can watch okay. it appear.
2: Got to
1: tell you a ghost story from St. John's now, guys. It's got to happen. The oldest city in North America. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's this beautiful church, the Anglican Cathedral. It is absolutely gorgeous. It's massive, and it's haunted as hell. Ha so <laughs> so the story goes during the construction of this gigantic church, which is probably one of the biggest in uh, Newfoundland actually I just if you can look it up online, you'll be stunned by how beautiful it is. but anyway, uh, there were scaffolders. they were up high, and one guy unfortunately fell to his death. Um, once the the building was actually completed, they took a picture of all the workers out in front uh, like just out in front of the church. And there was probably like 20 or 30 guys, right? And in the corner is this guy still dressed in his work clothes next to all these dudes who are like decked off and all spiffed off, you know now, right? Like this is back in like the God knows, like early 1900s here. Like these guys are looking really, really handsome. And on the far right hand side is the ghost of this guy still dressed in his stuff. Anyway, that picture is on the wall at the Anglican Cathedral. You can go and see it today. And that's uh, sick, it is sick, and it 100% is him. In fact, there's another picture kind of close to him that was donated to them and said this might be him, and a memorial of him, and his picture is there. And it looks just like him, it's creepy, man.
3: Huh. Oh. All
1: right, guys, well,
2: stuff? I wow. actually found the photo wow. folks, so I can send it there. <laughs> you found it, yeah, nice.
0: Well, we are coming close to the end of the show, guys, so I want to give everybody a chance to tell everybody where they can find your guys' podcasts and yourselves and all that good stuff. So Cisco, birthday girl, we'll start with you and we'll go down the line.
5: Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure spending my birthday with my pair of friends and i thank you so very much you can find my podcast we're all good podcasts go to hang out anywhere and it is journey through the gate paranormal portal podcast and my book is on kindle it's an ebook forum but i just my editor just sent me my my copy so now i can get it in print and i'm so excited so that is uh we are all children in the wilderness of the afterlife a guided tour through a haunted life and thanks for having me all right, Kat. Uh,
3: you can find um, Paranormal Heart um, mainly on Podbean the last Sunday of every month. And you can also find me on Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, Paranormal Radio, iTunes. And I'm also going to announce that pr- coming to your radio wave soon, I am honored to be able to be on IamDarkWaters.com.
2: Yay! 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 Congratulations!
3: Thank you. All
2: right,
0: John.
1: Yeah, the, the Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast can be found on pretty much every search engine there is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I don't think I missed any, and if I did, you guys better tell me so I can put in my RSV. Um <laughs> uh, Mainly, my main place, though, is Podbean. That's, like, my main thing. That's where I direct most of my traffic. Um, once again, my show comes out on the first of every month. It is a monthly podcast. But I'm known to throw up extra episodes. Like, you know, we probably got, like, three episodes. I think it was on January 1st I dropped. So
4: yeah.
1: um, I'm known <laughs> to drop more. But see, see what it is? I set the expectation low and then over-deliver, right? <laughs> well,
4: that's the way to do it. Patrick. That's the uh, way again, to
1: do it. <laughs> i the Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast, your monthly paranormal variety show uh paranormal news uh we got a meditation every single month with my friend betty we got dr laura's lair where she talks about weird science and of course we have a special guest every single month and uh who knows there might even be some people on my show who are on uh, with me right here tonight cisco and brian i'm looking at your
4: uh,
1: (laughs) 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 guys May and, June?
0: <laughs> <laughs> May That's and inter- June. That's some interesting uh, nicknames for them. Mr. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mister, Mister Brian Bowden, where can everybody find you?
2: <laughs> well, June can be found on Podbean <laughs> uh, under Nobo Boomy or Inside the Goblin We try to do shows and drop them on Fridays, um, as many Fridays as we can, uh, but it, it all depends because i have a real life outside of this with kids and i have to take care of that but um we also do investigations i you could read some of my stuff in um outer limits magazine i'm the north american and canadian correspondent for the magazine so if i'm not doing a podcast i'm doing that and uh, there's a couple of books coming out very soon so look for those sounds Ooh, good nice yes uh, guys. Got- got- Yes, a bunch of articles <laughs> I got
1: articles man, you want some?
0: <laughs> Alright, thank you guys so much for being on uh, Beyond Reason and you guys have a good evening
1: Thank you Justin Thanks so much thank you, Justin. Justin See you buddy <laughs>
3: <laughs> Well, we've made it to the end of another episode Thanks so much for listening Until next time, take care of each other. And if you'd like to be on the show or have questions or comments, just drop me an email, paranormalheart13 at
4: gmail.com.
0: Paranormal Heart would like to extend a special thank you to purpleplanet.com for supplying the music for the show. The views and opinions expressed on Paranormal Heart are those of
1: the host and participants.